Hey guys, thanks for checking out the Bucked Up Podcast. If you don't mind hitting the like and subscribe button, we have two new episodes coming out every week. Now let's get into it. Today's episode is sponsored by one of my favorite rap labels, Front Row Regal. Started by my good friend Rock City Mark, legendary rapper Ito, and Jay Rios, they are the go-to for real hip-hop. Make sure to check out the whole team, including DJ Duop, Jay Black, Nice to Future, Boo Boo the Prince, Reno RX, and Uop Diggs. Follow Front Row Regal on all platforms and check out the new New York by Ito and DJ Duop out now. Yeah, yeah. What were you doing over in Asia? Uh, well, I'm still I still tour around the world DJ my own sets. So, besides you know my residencies here in the states, I also have a presence outside the country. So, first time I've been over there since the pandemic. So it's been nice to get back to, like you know, like Thailand, Singapore. Uh, I did Tokyo. I did Bali. And I was supposed to go to Australia, but how my schedule set up, I have to wait because it's, it was just, it's too many yeah. things coming. So I had to push back my Australia tour until um, November. I think we're going to go back out there. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, man. I bet that's amazing going to different parts of the world. I mean, I just, I can't imagine that. I mean, like it's one experience like on tour, like obviously with Justin or, or like doing like a world tour like that. That's one experience, but just to go on my own, is this you know it's for me it's, it's great too because it's like i'm able to see the world some more and also just you know do some more sightseeing a lot of times we're in we're like i'm in a city for only like sometimes a day you know what i mean whereas a trip like this i can do a couple days in the city yeah and be a tourist a little bit and then also work but that's what i mean it's all for you yeah. like you being able to do your shows i feel like is a you yeah. being able to dj is incredible you know yeah i mean this that's how it all started for me like i started djing at you know, I got my turntables at 12. You know what I mean? I was, I feel like I was professional by the age of 17. That's when I started really, that being like my only job. Yeah. You know I mean, that's college and I just DJ throughout college. Did you ask for the turntables? Yeah. So uh, my boy, DJ Scribble, he was, uh, he was on MTV. He was the biggest, he was so huge. <laughs> like, you know I mean, as a kid, I like 12 watching this man, he was interviewing people. He was hosting like a couple of different TV shows, the spring, the spring break thing on MTV he was doing. And for me, it was just like the control, like how to play music, rock a party, and then also be important enough to be on, in front of the TV cameras, you know what I mean? Like, and, and hosting it, it was just like, he had so much power. And I just feel like, and I, and I even like, I, power sounds kind of like, you know, off, but it's just being real. Like he had so much control. Control is probably a better use of the word. So like control, he had so much control over the situation. And it was like, all right, cool. Like that's something I can see myself doing. And then I asked my parents for some, for turntables for Christmas. Like I finally got like a pack, like a starter pack. And then like, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. They kind of built dust for like the first, first year of having them. Cause you know, I didn't know what I was doing with them. Like, you know what I mean? I, like yeah. luckily my brother, um, my brother like like all his friends from baltimore were all djs and and he uh he knew all the basics which is crazy so he taught me how to blend two records he taught me how to just like a couple different like you know beginner scratches and then from there i just kind of once i learned how to blend this record to this record it just it unlocked something in my head and then just kind of just took off from there yeah 
Isn't yeah. it weird what we connect to? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying because like imagine like getting two turntables and records, and it's just like, what do you there's no YouTube, so it's like, how do you like there's only so much I can listen to? I actually like you know, what I mean, this is when I would you know, I started sneaking into clubs at 14, 15, just so I can watch how a DJ would DJ, and this this became like that's what you would have to do, like you know, what I mean, yeah. like back in the day, like you would have to, it was like you have to either shadow someone or like your brother or a cousin or somebody just know, knew how to DJ, and then that's that's what you learned off of, so. You know, I used to record DJs mixes or sets on the radio. That was like the biggest thing for me. And like, I would try to like go back and listen to it on my, on my ride to school the next day just to understand yeah. what was going on. But, but, that, yeah. but I mean, how your brain connects to that specifically. Like you saw yeah, it, it was, on like, TV blending, and that was... was such a thing. Like blending was like such a thing to me. It was just like, all right, all right, cool. So you just sped this up right here. Just a couple more BPMs and slow this one down a little. It blends like, okay, okay, kick. Yeah. Oh, what's there like you know what i mean like a, a four bar intro an eight bar intro like these are all things two bar intro these are all things you just start learning and then once you go down the rabbit hole of being a dj like it just you know what i mean becomes part of your life so yeah because I'm, I'm a stand-up comedian i started the podcast mm -hmm. afterwards and i would do the same thing and sneak into clubs at 14 16 yeah. but i always am like do you find your path or does your path find you? Cause I don't know why I connected to stand up. It was just the yeah. thing. That was the thing. Same with you and DJ, you know? Yeah. I was stuck. I was, I was at home for a spring break at, at 12 and I just was watching MTV and then I seen this guy that was DJ. I'm like, man, this is really cool. And it changes and like, your whole trajectory. Yeah. Like life. it does. Like it does. Like, like I always was like, my father used to make uh, my dad had a, a crazy vinyl collection, like growing up. Like he had literally everything, like you name it. He had them in the, like, you know, and still on the covers, like plastic it, from back when he was a kid. So it was just like, he used to make mixes for his friends. And it was just like, that was just something that kind of stuck with me. And then it's just crazy how that, from that knowledge and then seeing somebody using turntables, okay, cool, what is this? And then like, you know, from there, you're just interested. Like, you're just like, you know what I mean? It kind of just, it leads you down a path and that's kind of what happened. And, Back when I was growing up, it wasn't easy to be a DJ. Think about it. It wasn't like now, like how everyone could just grab some, um, you know, a jump drive <laughs> and put some music on it and start DJing. It's not, this is, you know, I mean, you needed, you know what I mean? Like you literally had, had to either work a couple of different jobs to make some money just to buy equipment or to buy records. You know what I mean? Because if you yeah. didn't, if you didn't have the actual vinyl, you couldn't play the song back in the day. You couldn't just download it, put it on a CD. That came eventually, but. At the time when I started, you really needed to have a, a collection of music. <laughs> and that was based off of like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. so it was just a, a journey for sure. And coming up, you know what I mean? It was nice. Yeah. But do you think that's what got you to where you are is because yeah. it was harder because you had to really <laughs> grind it out? You know, if someone was doing yeah, that, they're so. not going to be able to be where you are, you know? I mean, well, it's just. Or start off with the, you know. No, like I'll say, like this uh, through my career of being a DJ, you know, and even being an A and R, like everything's it was ne it was never something of it was never steps I I could skip. You know what I mean? It was always one after I had to go through emotions, just like anyone else would have gone through them. So, you know what I mean? Like even when I got with Justin for the first time, I, I'm coming from a college background, hip hop, R and B, reggae. I don't know anything about no pop music. I don't know, you know what I mean? I'm not listening to pop. I'm not really into pop. I don't know what's going on in the pop world at all. Yeah. So like for me, it's like, okay, cool. It's like, yeah, I know this much about this world, but now 
I'm, you know, I'm at the bottom now in this pop bro. I got to figure out how to do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like how to bring my flavor into the situation. How did and you know goes, that was the right move to make? Um, man, it's crazy. My, um, like even I went to, I went to Hampton university and while in college, I, I had a couple of different opportunities for me to go on tour with different artists and drop by. I would have to drop out of school though. And every time my father was just like, no, nah, there's going to be a, a a way better opportunity for you when you get out of school. And I used to like battle with my parents. Like I used to battle with them over this. And it was just, and I would see other people drop out of school and go pursue a music career. And it's just like, I was like, all right, let me just stay and get this degree and just whatever. So when I graduated school, I didn't really have any, I didn't really have plans as far as, you know, I'm gonna go get a job. Like I was the job, I was the business. So it was like, like at like my senior year, I was, in driving three hours every weekend to go to DC and and do parties and and connect and just you know do radio and just do a bunch of you know just networking just what you would do and and like school like you know yes I was passing yes I was you know getting the grades I needed to have the GPA that I needed to to, to pass but it was it was you know what I mean I was I started a business you know what I mean I was conducting yeah. things I had a blog that was huge back in the day so it was just a lot that I was doing so it was just like something what something had to happen. And then literally two months after I graduated, I got the call to 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 be with to work with Justin. And he was 14, 15, I think 14 turning 15, and his second show he ever performed in. And it was just like my audition was the show. So if everything worked, if everyone clicked, everyone was happy, then I would continue to do more with him. And it just worked out. Like we met and then we just clicked. It was just like it was like it was like it was supposed to happen. You know what I mean? So to graduate school and then two months later to literally be you know asked to have the opportunity of a lifetime it's just you know it was it happened that way it was supposed to happen that way who so, are those artists that you were supposed to tour with while you were in college oh uh, man i had an opportunity to like like lloyd back in back in the day i had an opportunity <laughs> and um uh who else a couple of different like you know not as not as big as you know who I'm working with now, obviously, but just different diff, different acts. This is when like Atlanta was exploding. You know yeah. what I mean? Back, you know, so it was a lot of people coming up out of that era that needed DJs or just were in the college market. Yeah. So the opportunities were there. It was just, do I want to drop out of school? You know what I mean? Like, you know, my parents were just like, no. What? You what was your degree in? Uh, business management. Okay, so that ended up helping you. It ended up working out, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because I literally yeah, just made yeah. myself into the business, and <laughs> and that's kind of that was my whole um my whole goal, honestly, and yeah, it's, I mean, I it, it was it's definitely been it's definitely been. Uh, I'm not going to say it's all been amazing and great every step of the way, but it's definitely been a great learning experience, and I'm blessed, like you know what I mean. A lot of it, my my life could have went a lot of different ways, and luckily, music. Help me stay on the right path. Yeah. Was there a moment looking back that you, like, you realized you were fulfilled? Um, it's, it, I wouldn't even say a moment of being fulfilled because I always feel like I'm striving for more. You know what I mean? I never want to yeah. be complacent in anything. I always want to, you know what I mean? There's always something new there's always something next there's always you know what I mean something else I could be getting into or something else I could be working on um I don't want to ever get like complacent if that makes sense but mm -hmm. um as far as like there's full circle moments for me that happens that that 
will quote unquote fulfill me. Like there's things that happen where it's like, okay, cool. This is a full circle moment. This feels great. This is like, I can look back at this situation and be like, all right, we did this. You know what I mean? So like we did like a New Year's Eve show where we were performing um, at the Fountain Blue and instead of it being like a whole production of just like a band and dance, it was just me and him on stage. And like I DJed like an hour before the countdown and then he comes on stage, he did the countdown. You know what I mean? It was just like, there wasn't a whole big production. It was just like back to that first show me and him had together at a water park, which ironically we were performing at the pool. You know what I mean? Like it was just like, it was just like, it was just like, it was like surreal for me. Like, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. moments like that I have, or just like, like doing your first stadium show, like just things that like I just never done before, like or being in Japan for the first time, or just or we did two hundred and fifty thousand people in Mexico City, like we did huge crowds, or just we just did Rock and Rio in Brazil, like things like this are like moments for me that I can like I, I'm fulfilled from, like you know, just to use your words, but yeah, you know what I mean. But I'm always trying to do more, like the even being A and R was like a new thing for me, and just diving down that world and just trying to be good or just trying to make the right connections or trying to find the right music. That was a whole journey in its own, but like, you know what I mean? But it all mm-hmm. kind of, it's all intertwined. But it is a path that you picked up at 12. So it is something yeah. that has stuck with you your whole life. So that's, that's, that's what true. I was wondering about the fulfillment because it's tough. Cause sometimes like, okay, you look at someone at your level and I'm not a DJ. That's not, or an A&R. But then it's like, damn, they they made it to some level. But to you, you're still on your journey. You're still pushing, which is probably why you're still on your journey and still pushing, you know? <laughs> no, but like, I, to, to tell you the truth, like, I, maybe you can even understand this, like, because you're also a creative. Like, I knew I, like, I knew at an early age I was special with something. Like, I knew I had something for it. Like, once I started DJing or like, once that thing unlocked in my head, like, I knew I was like, all right, I knew something was going to happen. I just didn't know when or where or how. I just knew that if I continue down this path, like, I'm, I'm, you know, my dreams are going to be reality. Yeah, And I knew that. You know what I mean? I, I really knew that at an early age. And it's just, and I know, like, you know, you're creative as well. Like, creatives know this. They did, like, you know, you just know you, like, oh, I might be kind of nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, or, this is inside, <laughs> this is a little inside baseball, but like, okay, I know that you're a fan of Griselda. You know, that's yeah. So when I heard Conway for the first time in 2015, I don't know why, but I literally pulled over on the side of the road. It just mm-hmm. changed me. I heard mm-hmm. Beloved with Mock and Benny, and it changed mm-hmm. me. And literally 20 minutes before our podcast, I just got to announce that I'm talking on five tracks of the drum work compilation. Probably. There you go. Nice, nice, nice. And it's the, the, um, the tortoise and the hare mentality, and I've been obsessed with this thought recently about just staying in the pocket, being the tortoise, and that if you really believe and you really follow the universe and you really just do that, it will come full circle and it will work out. You know, when you rush it is when it doesn't work out because the universe will prove that to you. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You gotta, you gotta be in tuned. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a relationship with the universe? Yes, I have a relationship with the universe. Spiritual, whatever. I, I never know how to, de- you know, ask or describe it to somebody. I mean, for me, I'm always, um, I'm a God-fearing man, bro. I'm always, it's all, it's all about love with me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. 
it's just I'm 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 just all about promoting love and just connecting people, you know, and that's why I love just being a DJ and also being a um, a person that's just you know in the background with the music because I'm able to help connect people through music, and yeah. like and you know DJing is my way of giving back to the universe, giving back to the to the world is this that's that's the way to connect everyone together. It's a universal love language. Yeah. And um I really feel like, you know, that's why I'm here on this earth to, you know, be a part and to promote. I used to say like if you don't believe in energy, you have to perform in front of an audience. Cause that's like uh that's when you know energy's real, you know? And that's and that's what and that's what we're all uh, that's what everyone that's uh that's what we're addicted to is that like you yeah. know like for me like making people dance or just doing a mix and I know it's about to oh man this is about <laughs> to get them like that feeling right there and then it works you just like oh like yes like when you're you know when you're just in your pocket mm-hmm. you know what I mean that that's and that's that's what we are as you know performers as you know creatives that's what we're addicted to yeah and it's something and it's and it's natural. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like you have to find or get it from something else. It's literally natural. Do you feel like, okay, like I saw a news article that uh, Justin might be done. Like, do you feel like that chapter in your life is over? Like retire, you know, do you feel like you're, you can move on or how do you feel? Uh, like that? No, I'm not one. I don't, I don't really <laughs> listen to all the news articles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I I hate even asking that, but we're talking about the universe. I want to know no, what I you feel I mean, about it. You know? No, I totally understand. I mean, um, regardless of me working with him, that's one of my best friends. So we're brothers. Like whatever, you know what I mean? Like I we we talk to each other a lot. So it's just like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't. Our chapter is never really ever gonna ever be done because <laughs> we're connected yeah. in so many different ways. So, um, that's beautiful. What, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah, much that's it. beautiful. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't sure because you said you're always learning and always moving. So I didn't know yeah. if you see yourself like a next step for you of what you for want. Me, like to do. for me, what what I'm always in is like since I'm self employed, as you know. I just like to just, I like that freedom. I like being self-employed. I like being able to work with a lot of different people, which I'm able to do now. Um, I'm a successful touring DJ, so I have a lot of that. Travel the world, yeah. yeah. And I'm also in fashion, so I do a lot with like Purple Brand. I handle a lot of their marketing and events. Um, And also also own part of a company called Polite, which we specialize in sustainable jewelry and clothing. So it's just like, I have a lot that I'm already doing. I started a uh, publishing company um, this past year, and I'm just trying to get into my my thing. This is just, you know my time to shine, and yeah. I'm just trying to make the right plays right now. Are you are you a tough are you a tough critic on yourself? Yeah, I feel like oh we all are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. You have to be when you have to be when you're in this professional space because you're doing so much like that's you know like we all have the same yeah. 24 hours but that's wild but it's like at the same time it's just like you know life is so short like what yeah. am i going to do with all this time like i want to do as much as i can you yeah I mean? you like, don't want to be the old person looking back being like i wish i did more right you, just, you know what i mean like when it's all sitting down i want to just make sure that i i made my mark and mm-hmm. if i did the right way then cool i'm happy i'm happy with that i'm, I'm that's how i'm fulfilled do you have a proudest moment? Um, 
this uh like even just getting this A&R credit on this last project that did so well and just music we were able to work on during the pandemic was a very proud time. It was just, like I said, another full circle moment, just being able to get to the point where I was able to get recognized for my work that I did on this project and, and see it be received well. And this, the year that we had was just so next level. You know, these, you know, these are things I'm gonna remember for the rest of my life. Um, but like I said earlier, I'm just not, I'm not, like, I always like that this, you know, we did that. It, it was beautiful moment. Let's make some more beautiful moments. Or what else can <laughs> we do to help? Because this is like, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about changing the world. So how can we change the world some more? And like, yeah. whether it's small pieces at a time or big or something, doing something huge, that can drastically change everything at one time. Like, how do you attack this? And like, I'm just one person. I can't do it all by myself, but I can do little small things to help you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i think that mentality of oh i'm just one person stops a lot of people from doing anything no oh, 100 but if you can just do something small it could do something it could be like you know me i'm trying to go back to my my high school and do like a scholarship program like something like that just doing little small things to help uh to help enlighten people, you know what I mean? Or just help change someone's mind about a situation. Like all it takes is a little bit, you know what I mean? It costs yeah. nothing to do that, just to help. And That's for me, why... it's all about the youth. The youth is next. So it's all about people who are younger than me. It's not yeah. about the people, you know what I mean? It's not about the people yeah. who are not, I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about y'all. I'm worried about these kids, you know what I mean? These kids are next. I don't know, when did I feel this? It was the other day, but all right, I'm 25. And I was like, it hit me that I'm because I, you know, I I'm I hang out with the the Griselda as which is usually older, but I'm like, mm. wait, there are people younger than me. Like that yeah. had to like <laughs> cross my head where it's like, wait, like you know, like Ice Spice is like 22. I'm like, wait, I'm older than her. What the, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, yeah, but you feel me? Like I'm yeah. I'm, I just turned 36 in uh what May like early like the 15th. So. Uh, trust me, I understand. Like, you know what I mean? At one point, it, it's like at one point, because you're what, you're 25. You're going to feel like you're 25 or in your 20s for a long time. You're going to feel like <laughs> this. You're going to feel like this for a minute. Trust me. And then like when 31 hits you, you're going to be like, okay, I'm in my 30s now. Like, <laughs> trust me, because I remember turning 21 and I felt like I was 21 for a minute. Like, I just felt like I was just 21. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whatever, I'm young. I think shoots by so quickly. <laughs> but you have a youthful energy because you probably lived a fulfilled life. Like you've been able to do the thing you want. You haven't let life get the best of you. And maybe you have. It's not like I know your personal life. No, I understand. Have a, you have an energy that it's like you're happy to be living, which is something I it's think all, people need to hear and see. It's all about your mindset too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, I'm so... It's like I'm doing what I want to be doing at the same time too. It's just like, uh, and and like I said, we're self-employed. Like there's there's ups and downs in this in, in this world. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? There's some mm-hmm. there's some years where you just like, man, am I, is this the right decision? And then next thing you know, a switch happens, or next thing you know, you get an opportunity, and then it's like, okay, cool. This is the reason why I did this. So yeah. for me, it's just you know trying to outbalance the lows and have more highs and more positive, you know, and more positive moments. And then that's the benefit at the end of the day, at least, you know, at, you know, at the end of the day, you just want to be happy with how you lived your life. And it was it, was it what you were trying to do? Was it what you had planned for yourself? 
And for me, for me to accomplish that, this is just for me speaking, like it had to be this way. You know what I mean? Like I, I went to college, I have a, a business background then okay, cool. I need to use this business background on myself and my talents. It, you know what I mean? If I was trying to be a doctor, then that would be a whole nother world. If I was trying to be, you know, in a different field, then okay, cool. But it's just like what I, what I set out to do, I did it the right way. And then that's all you can, you know what I mean? You can't be mad at yourself yeah. at the end of the day. And, and you know what I mean? I don't have any regrets at all. Like everything that's supposed to happen is going to happen. Like, you know what I mean? The web spun, we're just living through it right now. So, yeah. That's what I love about the Griselda, like what Wes did. Is oh, like- I love Wes. Wes is the homie, man. You know, me and we're, that's a good dude right there. We, uh, it's so nice that me and him just connected. And for me, I like, I like being, I like being connected to, you know, the builders, the people who are the creatives behind the creatives, the rappers, rapper. Like, these are, those are the, those are, those are, you know, those are the people who I usually gravitate to. So it's like, it's just a crazy network of people that we all are connected. And like, we're all friends with each other. It's kind of from me, him, to the Bumbies of the world. Like, it's like, we're all like a connected friend group. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And we all, we just pass the ball with one another. Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by Infuse Productions. Anyone who likes good weed, good music, and good people needs to check out Infused Productions. And make sure to come to one of their upcoming shows, always featuring your favorite cannabis vendors and growers. Also, don't forget to come join the Grumpy Cup in Greenfield, Mass, July 8th and 9th. For a comedy show, cannabis competition, barbecue competition, and exotic car show. Make sure to hit up Infuse Productions on IG, Facebook, or go to infuseproductions.com. That's I-N-F-U-Z-E-D productions.com. Or if you want to check out The Grumpy Cup, go to thegrumpycup.com. Let's get back into it. The world is so much smaller than you think, you know, (laughs) the world's big, but it's nice when you meet that collective hive mind of people Mm -hmm. you, you get along with and see how the world, you know, you see the world the same way. Yeah. And we're all in different worlds. Like I'm in the pop world. Like I'm not even in the hip hop world at all, but it's just like, it all intertwines with each other through fashion. You know what I mean? A lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff like me and Wes met through fashion. Cause we're doing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like that's how we connected. It wasn't even about music. We don't really? even really, yeah. We don't even really talk about music. Music is like I'm such a fan of them that I am a fan of this of the music, and I talk to him about music. But it's not like I'm like I got these beats for you. Like I don't even we don't even do that. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> we don't even like we literally don't even do that. I'll give you a fun fact. I was at I was with him at his house when I got the Peaches record back, when I first, when I first heard Peaches from Justin Giveon and um, Daniel Caesar, I'm at Wes's house and he FaceTimed, he FaceTimed me like, we'll play this right now. And like that's, and the person who I was with was with Wes and we were working on some fashion together. Like, you know what I mean? And this, that's, that's how this, that's how, the, that's how this works. You know what I mean? Like he'll even tell you like, these are just things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and like, that's how it's supposed to be. Like you're supposed to be with, the creators and that's why i like i like being with those those people like really like you might not necessarily you know you might see these people you might not necessarily know everything that they have their hands on and that's kind of how i want people to look at me where you don't know that i, I like oh is he just a dj or does he a and r does he oh he's in this he like i just want you to look at me and be like man this people call me the glue a lot of my friends call <laughs> me that because i'm just connected to everybody and i try to 
that this that comes from being around the world and I can literally go anywhere around the world and be, be and be good or just be okay or just know someone or be connected to someone somewhere else. What um when did you first when did you first hear about Griselda? A uh, friend of mine, a friend of mine um uh, put me on, he sent me like a playlist of their music. And by then I, I was hearing like I was already listening, like my mentor Alize, he put me on with uh we were listening to the Benny and 38 special tape. That came out yeah and then like from there it was just like you know what I, mean? I was hearing pieces of it and then and then like i remember being in australia crazy before the pandemic i just i remember listening to like a, a 38 special radio and then west came on and then i just dived into the west west side guns his whole project and then conway and then and then all the benny stuff and it's just like okay cool this is literally the music i've been listening to like i mean i mean i'm not listening i've been i, I needed to hear and yeah. for me, it was like a, uh, it was like listening to Wu Tang for the first time, or listening to like the Locks for the first time. Like that was the best way to describe it to other people when I was trying to tell them what this is about. And then when you, when I actually started connecting with Wes, it was more so like, nah, this is an art behind it. He's more so like, like for me, how I look at their music is like I look at their music like watching a movie. For me, it's like. Uh, like watching like Scarface or watching Godfather one or two or just like gay or or Heat or just like a, a gangster flick. This is like that's how I look at their their music. It's how it's a movie for me. Yeah. And that's why the sound effects mixed with the the intros and the outros. It's literally you were watching a movie mixed so with the cover like, art. All the yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like all yeah, that exactly. like, the art behind yeah. it and it's a movie. You got to really look at it like that. You can't look at it. And then when you meet these guys, they're just so. So 100, you know what I'm saying? They're, 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 yeah. they're great people to be around. Like, they're really down to earth. Like, Stove is Stove is the home. I really am a big fan of Stove right now. Like, I've been listening to Mad Stove. And even this SD Mac project, they did this drop. That was a really good project, too. Like, I'm Rome, to Rome Streets, every, to, like, everyone. Like, I'm really listening to to these people. And, like, and I know Wes is, like, you know what I mean? His artistry behind it is, you know, He's picking the beats. He's he's choosing the artwork. It's the aesthetic. It's and they're it's all awkward. good people. Like yes, all, all of them are. It, even to me, like when I first started going around, I was like, they don't have to be nice to me. And everyone was so like, I just did an SD Knack podcast in his house with Al Davino two days ago. And it's, it's like, it was just the most funny. We literally didn't even talk about music the entire time. Like so stove, stove and I'll talk about doing DMT and, together you know, like... <laughs> yeah stove man stove is like wordplay that man's nasty bro that guy right incredible there. yeah crazy how did you link up with wes at first what was so funny is i actually met conway first i met conway first through uh through my my, my og bumby and um he, either he had a show in town in houston and i was i just happened to be in houston so we all went out to dinner and then me and Wes were just connected through, like, we were just DMing each other and then we started texting each other and then it just became like a, a friendship. And then I, I ended up linking with him in LA for a show for his other show. And then um, we started working on some fashion together and like a couple months after that. So that's when I met him in person out in Phoenix. And we were just, yeah, we, we were working on a shoe, a shoe idea. And then we started working on the collab with him and purple denim and we did some jeans together 
See, I'm so, a size 46. I wanted a pair so bad, but they don't. Yeah. No one ever makes pants in my size. Mm. I'm a 46, 36. I'm about to say what? what, what I mean, you're tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm six four, two seventy. I'm a big dude. I'm about to say at six four. I'm about to say you're tall. You need a 36. <laughs> I might be able to get the other ones for you. I think the biggest size we saw were like a 40. That's what I No <laughs> one ever sells big sizes. <laughs> they, they stretch you, though. They stretch you. You might be able to work it. You might be able to work it. <laughs> so you like, that's cool that you guys linked on the fashion shit. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the music is always going to be there. Like, he like he respects, like, he, like, he'll let me hear projects early. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, like I, I was with him when he was going through the mastering of... uh. Uh, what's it called again? Uh, what's the last one? It was volume eight? Oh yeah, volume yeah, eight. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, yeah. This was mm-hmm. so I, I went. I was he like I was in town visiting my folks, and I he was in the studio, so I was able to pull up. But it's just like I like that our relationship like that. It's supposed to be like you know what I mean. It's just yeah. um, and then like I'm in my world. If I need something like hey, I might need like I reached out to him for some beats for sort of, like you know what I mean. Like I I had mm-hmm. this for us just a certain sound that I was looking for in my world. And he he just is the plug. Like, oh, he's let me call you right back. <laughs> like, you know, you know what I mean? You got to let Wes do his thing because, you know, he knows his ear is impeccable. Yeah, you know it is. And his eye for art because I want to shout out Kip. You know, oh, yeah. Kip is the, the man artists, too. I got I just, one of the best artists. I got two P. I I got uh, Patrick Ian with a brick on my wall. Oh, really? <laughs> Patrick Ian with a brick on my wall. <laughs> and I got like a Polaroid one that he did. I got to get two more pieces, actually. I have to tell you, so the day that I did the West interview, Kip was there and he's mm. holding a Kip painting the entire interview, just randomly. That night, Kip stayed up all night and painted me with the West face tattoos and That's gave crazy. it to me the next day. And I was like, "How did you? You painted this overnight? Like you <laughs> got home?" He's, He's one of the talented. most prolific artists. He's talented as hell. And this for you reminded me. I got to go get some pieces now. <laughs> Definitely, he has. I have so many pieces all over my all over from him. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta get some more stuff. Yeah, he's a good dude. Good dude for sure. Amazing. All right, I do have to ask: Have you ever played Griselda for Justin? Uh, there's been times where like I've had it on in the background. Yeah, for I sure. didn't know if he was a fan or not. Um, I mean, he he would be a fan. He has some of their clothes, like the Virgil the Virgil drop that they did for uh, Pray for Paris. Yeah. I was able to drop that off at his house. But yeah, there's been times it's been on. Like you know, I like you know, there's 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 you know between. You know, we'll talk off air. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I understand. I understand. I feel like I would be doing a disservice if I didn't. Have to, you know. <laughs> no, <it's laughs> I felt like I had to. No, it's all good, man. When you were a kid, DJing was what you wanted to do. It right, like that was that was your first. Did you see all this other shit being a part of it? Fashion was that a part of your childhood? Um, it all kind of just be DJing was always always the first love, but DJing is also the vehicle to get to other places within entertainment, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, or within the industry. So it's just like as I was coming up as being a professional DJ, then okay, being on tour, it's just like I started getting connected to a lot of different clothing brands. It was just like I need a lot to align myself with the right brands and instead of giving a brand free promotion, how do I align myself to be with the brand, you know, not even financially, but like, how can they, 
how can we help each other essentially instead of one side using the other and with purple it was just like I reached out to them because I just had you know we had a, a mutual friend uh, my boy Corey from Vintage Frames who was also part of the friend group of all of us right you know what I mean like yeah he was wearing a pair of jeans and I was just like, okay cool this made these jeans made him look skinny and I was just like okay cool like <laughs> shout out to him. <laughs> but like I reached out and then I, I hit purple up on on like on dm and then he responded my boy luke who's one of the owners he responded to him and his partner rob were in la i just said let me just take you guys out to dinner and we just hit it off as friends like and that's and that's what it was and and throughout the, our friendship and as they're building their their company like yeah I would, you know i was send, you know hey i need can you reach out to this person for me or do you know this person i were connecting with different you know entertainers or athletes mm-hmm. help get the genes into more hands and just you know this I was already doing this for them, and as they took off and they expl- and they started to explode, they were just like, "Hey, we want to, you know, make this more official. You already been doing this for us. You know, we will we would love to have you, you know, officially part of the team." And that's what we started doing. And during the pandemic, it's like they exploded even crazier, and it just everything just started working out. So yeah. for me, it's just like uh, you know, as being a DJ or just being someone that you know. That, that's around the right people all the time it's like we are walking billboards so whatever i have on it has to be something that I, i'm aligned with so or something that gives you know that's able to express myself as part yeah. of my own brand. you ever seen like a uh like a movie like it doesn't even have to be a rom-com it can be anything where like the two leads don't have like good chemistry you can tell they're just like big actors like they just yeah two big actors and then you're like like oh well that move movie with jonah hill and yeah. uh and lauren london that new one oh yeah yeah he's on like they you could tell they don't like each other they're not friendly like there's no chemistry <laughs> between them they just wanted the big names you know but i'm i'm saying that for a reason i'm not just shitting on that movie no, i'm saying it's like you saying that you guys were friends first and that's how everything works is like mm-hmm. you connect on a personal level yeah, like I like I didn't get the Beaver job by being the best DJ. Like I w- there's plenty of other DJs you probably could have picked that are probably either more technical or more. You know what I mean? I was just me and him connected on a personal level, and yeah. then I just be, I, I just happened to be the best person for the job because me and him worked, and you know what I mean? That's you know that's that's how I played, and it's all the relationship is always about the person first. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm we don't have to work together ever again. And that's still my boy. I still like, I was, I'm still going to go over his house and hang out with him. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you know what I mean? Like there's been times where I, I was just the DJ. Now I'm the a You know what I mean? There's been times that it doesn't matter. The jo- It's not about the job anymore. It's about the relationship. And if that's, that's the number one most important thing for me. It's but always. I don't, I don't think people realize how, like what we're saying right now, if you it's so simple. Like it really does make sense, but people want to make it a more complex thing it's about how you know what I mean? being like, a good I, person. Like, yeah, it's just communicate and, and just being able to communicate with one another. Like, you know I mean, we can talk. I mean, him talk all the time. So this is like, if there's any issues, I can just call him and vice versa. Like, there's there's never it's really no no red tape between us. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, one call away, and that's how it's supposed to be. When you you know, I mean, we've been I've been friends with him since he was 14 years old. You know what I mean? He's 28. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm 36. Like it's like, you yeah. know what I mean? 
But so, that's the same with the purple and with West. It's like people think there's some ulterior motives to like people where like people think there's an Illuminati. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I've been with people who would probably be in the Illuminati and they're not. Like that's okay. not like big conspiracy running the world. It's just connections and honestly being the best person and being able to see which connections are the right ones to make. What do they say? You are the combination of the five people you spend the most time with. hundred percent it's all about who you keep around you. Like who who are you? Who's your actual crew? Like who do you tend to be around? And like, you know, I mean, you might be someone with a lot of talent, but you might have a lot of people around you that are not, you know, making positive deposits into your life. And they're just taking a lot away from you. And that's when you, you know, I mean, like I've been in that situation where you have to cut people off that are bringing you down in a different way. Or they might be, quote unquote, you know, energy vampires and they're taking away from you so much and you don't even see it because you're so blinded by everything else. And it's like once you once I started cutting certain people off or changing certain relationships or creating boundaries with certain people. It might be someone I'm close with. I've been, I've known longer than everybody, but our boundaries need to change. And then the boundaries need to change just so I can continue being what I need to be. And it doesn't mean I don't like you, but our relationship is just different now. You yeah. know what I mean? It's sometimes that just what happens is this, it is what it is. Like, I'm not going to let anything come in between everything I've done built for myself. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to let someone, no no because you as you said 20 30 minutes ago you don't you didn't skip any steps like no this the right way so why would you let anyone you know not at all i'm not gonna let anyone skip no steps on my behalf (laughs) you ever uh you ever done psychedelics uh what's it called again i'm a i I like to microdose shrooms you know time time after time those that's my yeah choice i like that the the mushrooms. I wouldn't I, even call it. I wouldn't even call it a drug. It's like marijuana. I love. I love. I love weed. So it's just like they are. They're one and the same for me right now. Yeah. They're well, and they're they're le- being legalized in a lot of places. Mushrooms. Mm-hmm. For sure. It, it it really does help with that. What do they call it? The ego death. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just opens your mind up a little bit sometimes too. And it's just like for me, like if you microdose, you you like your day's lighter. Like, you know what I mean? You're smiling more. Everything's cool. Like, you're not as stressed as you might have been earlier during that day. But for me, like, I like to, I've been on a, a nice workout regimen. I, I try to wake up every morning and try to knock out a workout and, like, get my day started. Like, I've been up since 6 a.m. So it's just, Damn. I, I walk my dog. Like, I, ha- I do a whole, it's like a part of my, you know what I mean? Like, I just try yeah. to make my days the best I can make them. I need to get better at the routine. Just That's a routine. Like if not, like if not, like if not, like this. This started during the pandemic, though. During the pandemic, I had to create a routine. I had to because you're just stuck in your house. So I had to create things to do. I had to, you know, set times. I'm gonna do this here. I'm gonna do that there. I'm gonna dedicate these hours for this. And then I was in bed by eight thirty, nine o'clock, and waking up and doing it again. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. Before I like before I bought my dog, I was just staring at myself in the mirror. <laughs> you, know I mean? you know that you know, the first few weeks you're like, yeah. what the fuck is going on today? Like, what is, <laughs> you keep on saying this is gonna be another week and another week turned into another three weeks, and then you know what I mean? So yeah, I remember looking at myself in the mirror, I didn't get a haircut, I looked crazy, and I was I didn't like the reflection of myself. So I, I bought a dog and a dog just helped me to focus on something else besides myself. And then I just started diving into the music and even more and then working with purple and, and the other brand polite and we just started 
I just started just doing it, you know what I mean? And that's that's also part of, you know what I mean? The struggle is beautiful. So that's also part of the, the journey. It's just like yeah. putting on my place so just to see what I can fight through and accomplish at the end of the day. Yeah. What type of dog did you get? I got French Bulldog. Oh, they're so fucking Frank. cute. What's, uh, what's their name? Frank. Frank White. <laughs> <laughs> He's knocked out over there. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's the cutest dog. Like, a little. That's so funny. How do you, um, how do you not, do you deal with anxiety and depression? Well, I have a therapist I've been dealing with. I've been talking to recently. I think that's been actually pretty beneficial. Um, I've always, before I started talking to a therapist, I, you know I mean? Because mental health is important. My mom's a social worker. Uh, so she, you know what I mean? She's always talking to a, to patients. Like she loves being a social worker. Um, I started seeing a therapist probably recently this year um, after dealing with, you know, a, like a breakup and then she's dealing with this, you know, the constant, this constant changes that was happening with during this time period. It made me want to just talk to someone with a, a outside, you know, pers- I mean, perspective, you know, and I just wanted an a unbiased person talking to me. So I think it's been great before my biggest stress reliever has just been DJing, like diving into the music. Like I've always just been one to do that. And then that was, that was becoming, it was becoming a point. It's crazy. Right before the pandemic, I felt like I was be- being burnt out of being a DJ. Like I felt like I was DJing so much that it was becoming like a job, it wasn't becoming fun anymore. It was almost like, I, do I even really like this anymore? And then when the pandemic hit and then the DJing just kind of just stopped and I just, I, I was really focused on being an A&R and I remember I DJ like a house party, like, you know, like a whatever. And I was like, oh, I still like this. <laughs> I said, this <laughs> you like, got I the still, itch again, yeah. I was like, I still like this. I'm really good at this still. Like, <laughs> I, I thought it would have left me. I thought it was like, you know what I mean? But it came back so strong and it was just like, I'm kind of nice at this stuff. I need to just get back to this. And then, like, you know, as the world started to open back up and, you know, every all my new business ventures kind of aligned with me being a DJ. This, they all help each other out. Me being a DJ helps me in being an A&R because it, it keeps me relevant. I know what's hot. I know what people want to hear right away. I know what sounds. I know what genre of, of music people are listening to. I know what people are gravitating to. I know what new artists are out. I know the hot record. I know the sound. And it's just like, that goes hand in hand with me picking music or knowing what beats are great or, you know, what producers are people, like what producers are the hot producers people are working with or who's up and coming. So both jobs go hand in hand. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the you said the therapist is helping you with talking. Oh, sorry. Sure, sorry. Yeah, sorry, my bad. <laughs> no, 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 I, 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 cause uh, I carry yeah, myself I, been, in work too. And I think, oh, I'm talking. I don't need to talk to anyone. I'm talking to people all the time. No, you need to, we no, need you to, need to talk to someone. Yeah. I did like the therapist, my therapist, she's so, she's so cool. Like I wanted to find a black woman that, that was, uh, around my age or close to my age. And she, she fit all, and you know what I mean? She has a doctorate. She, you know, I mean, she just, she's very under, like, she's very understanding. Like, the first couple of sessions, she was just letting me talk. Like, you know what I mean? Just listening to me, just taking notes and listening to me. And then, like, you know, as we started having more and more sessions and the work she started having to go through, it's just like, you know, I didn't really have, like, I didn't really set, I, I never really made a list of values I wanted out of a relationship with people. 
You know what I mean? Like I never really, I like, you know what I mean? You never, I've never really was asked that question before. And I was just like, what do you mean values? She was just like, all right, cool. She sent me like a list of like a hundred words. And she was just like, out of these a hundred words, pick which words, you know, describe you the best or that you like, that you will want from someone else. And then from that, we were able, able to narrow it down to like 15 words. And she was just like, these are, these are the values you want from your relationships, whether it's a woman or just a colleague or just anybody. And she's like, if these, if these values are not in your your relationships then you need to set boundaries from these people and that's and that's the work that you don't receive on a regular day basis you know what I mean? these are things that these are things that you have to deal with on your own as a man or you know what i mean like and i was never really you know confronted with these these questions until i had to see a therapist like you, you don't ever look at things from a different perspective like that yeah because before you said we get addicted to the high of performing mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that's our work so mm -hmm. like for me, like it's almost like you don't focus on the other stuff and you just put it into work. But honestly, exactly. that is just chasing a high like anything else. Yeah, and it's kind of and it's low key is like all right. Like, you have to you. Yeah, because I'll be sitting with family and I want and I'll leave family and I'll be like, I didn't enjoy my time there, but I should have just been present. Like my yeah. mind's addicted to chasing this thing that it's hard to be present in the things that I actually do need in life that will bring me will make me grounded exactly and that's why like now like my father was just here he dropped off my dog just hanging out with him not going anywhere just sitting down on the couch and just chilling like yeah not, i have to be somewhere else like i like just now i like just now like going this to visit my folks and just hanging out with them like i don't even really want to go in. i won't even tell anybody that i'm in town i'm just there to see y'all i'm sleeping on the couch you know what i mean we're gonna go get yeah. some dinner later i'll see you guys after this you know what i mean like there's little small moments I'm enjoying more and more because, like, I've been on tour for 10 years straight, bro. Like, 10, 11 plus straight years. So, yes, that's that's been great. Yes, I've been chasing the high, but a lot of a lot of things happen. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? In 10 years, a lot of things changed, and, and I just wasn't around. Depths you in the pull your group. head up, and you're like, where did time yeah, go? Yeah, you know? Like, people getting married, having kids, you know, like I said, death in the family. It's like a lot of things happen within that yeah. time, man. People don't yeah. think about being a workaholic in art because mm -hmm. you're being a creative. You're you're doing what you want. But then you watch those old movies of like the dad who's always in the office, you know, and he's never home. And then you're like, wait, yeah. I'm doing that, but I'm doing it because it I'm saying it's for this output. But if I was living life, my art output would probably be better. Like my creativity would be higher. I'd be living life more. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And it's definitely a balance that a lot of people struggle with. Like I haven't, I have no kids. I haven't been blessed with any yet. So it's just like, I, like luckily I, all I have to do is worry about myself and my dog right now. But like, yeah, yeah I mean, something's going to have to give whenever that happens. So I'm just, I'm trying to just get to the point where I'm satisfied with all that I did. Like I've, I've done a lot. I've traveled more than most people. You know what I mean? I've been around the world. I've been, I'm, I've been blessed to have been around the world multiple times. You know what I mean? So, like I've had, I have four passports. Like I've done all of that. Like you know what I mean. So it's just like when it's all said and done, you just have to be content. It's yeah. okay. Like the shit, the shit stops. Like the curtains, the curtains close, bro. And it's not like a slow, graceful. Exactly. <laughs> no, for, yeah. It's not a slow, graceful close. That thing, that thing. When it's done, it's done. Like so, you just gotta just be happy and enjoy the time that you that you're in it.
and your ego, not yours, mine, everyone's ego, your ego is the thing that pushes you to great heights with your art. But your that's your brain. You're like listening to your brain, but your brain is also the thing that'll fuck you up in personal life. So it's this like weird balance of wait, I trusted my brain. That got me mm-hmm. and created everything I wanted to create, but also being like, no. It's you have you have to like lit, shut it up sometimes because it'll tell you. Yeah, you just gotta scale back. Like one thing will also happen is your body will tell you what's going on with yourself if you're doing if you're doing too much. Like your body will either break down or do something that you're not really used to, and it's just like, oh, I need to slow down real quick. Yeah. Like oh, I'm going too hard. You know what I mean? Like being on tour, partying all all day. Like you know what I mean? Like I remember I talked to my doctor. I'm like, man, I don't know what's going on. He was just like. Maybe your body's depleted, bro. Maybe you need to go get an IV. <laughs> maybe you need to go get a vitamin B12 shot. Like, maybe you need to go sit down and pump some fucking vitamins because you've been fucking drinking all day and this is on stage and, and smoking and just fucking staying up all hours of the night eating bad food. Maybe you need to get back to working out. Like, I was just like, you know what? You're right, Doc. Like, all right, you're right. Like, your body will tell you. You know what I mean? Like, for me, I my was stressed out. Yeah, my relationship with weed's changing a lot. Mm-hmm. like in a good way or a bad way <laughs> I, it depends like i feel like i need to cut back i feel like i was using it too much and then because it's yeah you know i was using i was i was i was overdoing it during the pandemic for sure because it's just like you're stuck in the crib but you're just stuck in the fucking crib and yeah. but then, you know what i mean and i was just trying to like what else is there to have the only thing that was consistent with marijuana at one point <laughs> exactly and it makes i remember i was watching south park once and Rand, I don't even watch South Park that much, but this line stuck with me. Randy was talking to Stan and he was like, don't smoke too much weed because it'll make it'll make everything OK, even doing nothing. I'm like, damn. Why is that so funny? <laughs> damn, South Park, you were right. <laughs> um, Who played? Was the food in Thailand crazy? Talking, I just got stoned and ate Thai food the other day. Hey man, listen, it's uh it's for me, I just I try to regulate it now to like do it like I, I'll go work out and then I'll, I'll you know what I mean then I'll roll up, make a smoothie, yeah, yeah, yeah. get a coffee, do my thing, start what you place know? have you traveled to that has the worst weed in the in the world? In the world, bro, shit, you know what's so crazy? The worst weed like it'd be like Mexico, it'd be terrible weed out yeah. there, bro. Honestly. Uh have you smoked any places that you're like it was like crazy like i don't know I like, just, well, thailand i just came back from thailand you know they have dispensaries out there now so, oh do they we have dispensaries out there so it's it's and it's like you know to criminalize you can have up to a certain amount you can smoke off to the side you can't you just can't bother anybody with your smoke so it's a now a whole smoker culture out there now food in thailand crazy tell you the truth i didn't have the best food in thailand this time around Damn! Didn't like, I really did? It was it was actually kind of a letdown, to tell you the truth, because I really I was really expecting high high hopes because like I remember being I remember I went to Phuket in Thailand um before the pandemic like 2017 18 and the food was great I was able to find a couple of different nice restaurants and the food was really good but this time I guess it was just picked the wrong places you know yeah do you have a um, best meal you've ever had? I just had the best sushi I've ever had in my entire life in Tokyo. This was like, it was like really like handcrafted. Like the, the chef, it was only like, I went to a spot that was only like eight chairs. You know what I mean? I had a translator. Yeah, and you like know it's going to be a whole, pre- a whole presentation. The man was, 
the chef, you know, they called him master. You know, he, he, he created the first black rice sushi. Like, so he made this black rice thing in front of us. It was incredible. And then like, he'll literally make a roll and just put it in your hand type. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's the freshest, the freshest fish, bro. Like, it was great. Incredible. And it's just like the experience alone was just worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The experience like the food was going great, out but to the eat. Hey, yeah, he makes that for you. It's just for us. It was nobody else in there but us in here. It's wow. just like, you know, and like you can tell like, like food is art too. Like these guys are artists as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's a chef. He's, he's like they call master, bro. Like yeah. his business card said master on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, he knows exactly what he's doing, bro. Like he knows exactly what he's doing. For it. it made me not want to have sushi yet. I haven't had sushi since I've been back. Like I don't even- Yeah, you can't go get the supermarket sushi. <laughs> no, nah, I don't even know. Even just like the, your your five, your four star restaurant out here in comparing to what I just had. Like, I don't want to go to Nobu no time soon, bro. Like I don't want any of that anytime soon because this this is so great. I don't want to ruin my experience right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? So but how you were talking about DJ and like, or like finding stuff, like that's what his thing he's was. He's an artist. You like know he's that? an artist. And yeah. You know what's so crazy? After we had this meal, he came to my set. I had a DJ. Really? He came to the set. Like I'm talking about OG, like him and his son came to the set, like, you know, and watched, and watched me work. Wow. Just like I was watching him work. So it was just like a mutual respect thing that we had. And, and that's what you do. And that's what you do it for. Like That's honestly what it's done for. Like, that was really nice. And it's like, like I said, the experience is priceless. Like I, I, I could have done that a million times again because this is how it was set up. This is how it was, you know, how it went down. It was just great. Yeah. Do you did you ever see the movie The Menu? The menu, uh, yeah, with the cheeseburger at the end. Yeah, yeah, with the cheeseburger at the end. I don't want to it's a great movie. I don't want to spoil anything. But do you remember the scene where the guys like when the guy when he brings up the sous chef the guy under him and he's like do you want my life he's like not my accolades not everything i've done but like do you want my life and he's like no chef (laughs) you know what i'm talking about that that's how i feel like you have to be about anything you're doing you have to be like it doesn't matter about the accolades, as you said. Like it's cool, whatever happens, but you move on to the next thing. It's like yeah, because it's like it's, you, you have to be want okay the with, life. You have you to be want okay. the. You literally got to be okay with self gratification a lot of times because there's a lot of things that I do that I don't necessarily get any credit for, and I used to get so hung up on that. And it's not about the credit; it's about just doing it, just knowing that this is what you did, and like you know, what I mean, maybe it'll be, maybe it'll come up later in life. Who cares? It's not up to you. Like, yeah. you know I mean, that's why it's just like, that's why I never want to get stuck on, on the past. Like, no, let's move forward. There's new memories to be made. There's new things to get done. There's so much things we could be doing. And that's why I like just always just like, you know what I mean? Working and continue to do more things or just be connected to other, other projects. What is your next step? What do you see in your future? Ah, uh, man, just uh, like I said, I started a publishing company, so I'm, I'm looking to sign more songwriters and producers. Uh, um, but I'm doing a consulting company right now. Uh, I'm about to, I'm about to be working with the W Hollywood on, on uh, you know, doing some music direction for them. So it's just like just adding things to the pile. They're still, still working on music, still doing studio sessions still DJing. I have a residency in Vegas that I still have to, I'm, I'm doing this year. So 
I just got a lot of things when it comes to that. We have Paris Fashion Week coming up at the end of the month with uh with purple. So just continuing to expand. Yeah. How about with life shit? Like what do you want next in life? I mean, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, uh, honestly, it's just I think how everything is going now. I'm just I'm just trying to I'm just trying to continue to be healthy. I just will wish this for all my friends and my family. And that's kind of what it is. You know what I mean? I don't want to predict. I just like to experience life. I don't want to predict anything. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. How do you get up? So do you not, this is a, this is a very inside baseball question again. How do you wake up early and also smoke Like, do you smoke, not smoke before bed? How do you get yourself up early? Uh, I mean, it's bro. Like when you wake up so early, like you want to go to bed early. Yeah. So it's like, you know what I mean? By like, you know what I mean? Like by three o'clock, four o'clock, I, I might be tired. I might take a little nap. You know what I'm saying? And I, and yeah. I, I might, I might do that. But like, for example, today, uh, I, I'm jam packed today. I'm gonna get off the phone with you, go upstairs, change, you go to a studio session. That's oh, gonna be, yeah. around, that's gonna be around four, four o'clock. So, and then be there for I don't know how long. Yeah. Travel back, maybe go out to dinner. You know, with this with with this producer I'm trying to sign, and then you know what I mean. Like it's just that's how the day goes. It's just you kind of just go from there. So for me, it's just you know like even on tour, like tour life and stuff. Like when you're out late, like are you still good getting up early, working out? I'm a morning person. I'm okay, a morning person. Because right. I'll have a, a show. Person. I'll get home at like two a.m. from a show, and it'll be the last thing on my mind wanting to get up at eight or seven and go to the gym. You like know? like on tour, you kind of have to get up. Like you kind of have to like have to do this show on your own. If not, you will get you know what I mean. You'll get lazy for sure. Like, but that's why being a comedian, it's all on me. I don't have to worry yeah. about anybody. I'm just like, <laughs> that's funny as hell. Yeah, Man. I just try to, I try to stay as consistent as possible, bro. Trust me, it's not easy, especially when you're traveling a lot. Because place, some places don't got no gym. Like, where you gonna, where you gonna go? You know, yeah. Where you gonna go do uh, 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 sit ups in your room? You feel me? <laughs> but anyway, I really do appreciate you giving time out of your day for this. Oh, no worries, man. Thank you. Thank you for reaching out. I appreciate it. Of course. No, this is awesome. You should. Uh, have you ever been to Buffalo? I'm in Massachusetts. Uh, I'm from Massachusetts, but I'm. Uh, gotcha. I, been, I was in Buffalo. I, I was in Buffalo during the shooting. Oh, was, really? Our our show was right across, like down the street from what was happening. Damn. Yeah, I had a party and all of that. I canceled just because it just wasn't. You know, wow. Right. Yeah. That's too bad. I was gonna say you should try to make it out for Drumwork Fest this year. When is it? Uh, August eleventh and twelfth. All right, cool. I'll check the schedule for sure. Yeah, send me, uh, send me email. This reminded me. Yeah, well, last year was cool. Khan got Wale and Jeezy and Lloyd was there. It's funny you mentioned him before. Fab. It was a good show. This year they're doing a comedy show and stuff too. I'm doing comedy. Okay. On. That's dope. That's dope. All right, cool. See it. Text me the dates. Awesome. But um, I really, I really do appreciate this time. Thank you for taking time out of your day. No worries, bro. I got you. Send me more. Thank you for taking the time and uh, just just doing this podcast with me. I appreciate it, bro. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, hey.